ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and today, for the first time on Socks on Tap history, I am joined by my buddy, Johnny Nani. Johnny, what is up, my friend? Oh, not too much. Just enjoying a White Sox win. That was a fun one, Buzz. A 9-1 to winner. Yeah, it was nice to get back in the winning column tonight. Uh, favorite part of the game so or so far, actually, favorite part of the game in general was Ivan Nova pitching a hell of a game today because we really, really needed to see that out of our starting pitching. Yeah, absolutely. That was huge given the situation with the bullpen. So I'm going to cheers to Ivan Nova real quick. Oh, hashtag crack him. Yeah, crack him. So Ivan Nova, we jump right into it. Ivan Nova went seven innings, gave eight hits, but only one run it was earned. Only walked one, which was huge. Struck out five. And, you know, going seven, I think, is the big number there, Brad. Oh, absolutely, man. We we, we needed that. We needed that big time. Um, I did see a fun stat that popped up over the screen. This was his second start of going seven innings. And I believe the first one that he had did come against this Cleveland Indians team, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, I, what was that? Um, at, it was, uh, four or yeah, 14 innings pitch was like the most between the two consecutive or next consecutive starts, but between his two starts, it was like 14 innings pitch was like the most by a white Sox starter this year. Um, so I thought that I was a very, it. yeah, I thought that was a really cool step that had popped up on the screen. Um, and you know, Nova just came out and, you know Nova could do it. It's just keep I mean he didn't give up eight hits, but he kept his nerves down. He made, you know, good plays, good pitches, and you know, uh the White White Sox defense looked pretty good today as well. So it was a good all around team effort. No errors committed. Nova pitched a hell of a game. Came away with the W. Yeah, when you talk about uh he gave up eight hits but was still able to work around it, there were I think three innings where he left two guys on base. The Indians left 11 on base total for the game. So, but I do believe there were at least, you know, at least two. I, I want to say it was three that there were two guys left stranded on base. So that's huge. Um, that's also partial credit to the defense. I think Yolmer uh, play up the middle. They didn't, they weren't able to turn this double play, but it was a ball hit right back up the middle that looked like it was for sure going to be a single. He backhands it, makes a nice flip to Tim. So they get the force at second. Fortunately, the guy was safe at first, but then that saves a run, and they're able to get out of it after then with no damage done in that inning. So um, that's encouraging to see stuff like that uh, when you have defense behind him. No errors for the White Sox tonight, one for Cleveland, so obviously better uh, than two errors on one play yesterday. You know, oh, I I listened to uh, I listened to you and, and Tony on my way to work this morning, and I just heard the disgust in your voice that you were talking about it. I was like, oh, man, I'm like, this this one kept Nani awake last night because I could tell you were so irritated. Oh, yeah, it, it was it was uh, one that got under my skin, and, you know, it was kind of a uh, um, laid it on double because we were discussing Saturday, too, and I was there Saturday, and it, Tony was, too, and it was just bad because, you know, he had his family out. It was supposed to be a nice time at the ballpark, and then things just, wheels just fell off in the third inning. Uh obviously with the 10 straight hits off of Banuela. So yeah, we, we were venting a little bit, so it is good to be back in a positive mood here tonight. Um, Buzz, one thing before we get into all the, these positives, if I'm looking up and down this uh, batting order, a lot of positives that we're going to get to here, but just one negative thing we have to point out in the fifth inning, the white Sox just ran themselves out of some runs. One, I will give uh, all of the blame to Nick Capra for waving Lurie Garcia around and having him thrown out by at least 20 feet 
at the plate. That was just oh, bad for yeah, that, that was first time. That was head scratching bad. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I, I don't know like if his judgment was just off there, but it seems like that that's happened a couple of times now. So, um, you know, if you're talking coaching situations, maybe it's not even just Ricky. Maybe you have to look even further than that for some of these. Uh, if you're looking to place blame for a poorly managed team, but, uh, and then another one was Yohan Moncada. He had hit that, uh, double that ended up scoring one on that play. And then, uh, Lurie got tossed, uh, you know, by Capra's decision basically. But, he Yohan just didn't know how many outs there were. He he it was he was on second base. Jose hit a pop up in foul territory down third base line, and Yohan ran like there was two outs all the way to third, and he got doubled up at second base. So those are that, that's just something that we need to point out because this team still isn't all the way there. We can't go out and say yes, they are totally back. This and that. Um, no, there's still things to work out, still kinks to work out. But uh, I just had to point that out. Um, I, I, that's enough of that though. I, I, since you had talked about the negative, wanted to just hit that before so we can go, you know, uh, all, all downhill from here, downhill as in uh, momentum wise, talking about this, the rest of the show, you want to run through that, uh, box score there, buzz. It's a pretty one. I sure do. I mean, I'm going to take, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to take nine runs on 13 hits today, Johnny. I mean, that is, oh, oh, is it amazing? And you know what? Even though Mankata did make that mistake and there was, you know, a you know, the mistake by Capra that was made. Two hits for Mankata today. Four ribbies, man. Four ribbies for mm-hmm. Yohan today. And I think he was Tony's pick to click, wasn't he? Oh, yes. I was just going to get into this now that you're talking about Mankata. So Mankata launched a missile home run to right field um, in the first inning. Lurie Garcia got a single, and then Mankata just crushed this ball right field. I think it was 109 ex- uh, miles per hour on the exit velocity there. But Tony, yesterday we always do a uh, series prediction and a pick to click for that next game coming up. And to- I'd said Jose Abreu. Tony said Yoan Moncada. And when he had said Yoan Moncada, I was like, ooh, yeah, you know, last time we were there in that second game at Cleveland, he had hit this bomb to right field in the latter innings. Now, so maybe a little uh, time and place familiarity. Sure enough, first at bat tonight, that's exactly <laughs> what he does. Yeah, I was yep. so excited when I went to go and like tag Tony in the uh, tweet. Uh, that I sent to him, I said uh, left field instead of right, but I was just like, ah, I'm too excited, just like, you know, type in the first thing that comes to mind. But that, that was, uh, you know, another reason to listen to Socks on Tap. You might get a uh, correct prediction and uh, pick the click. But if it's look, wrong, you know, we don't take any of the blame. Looking at the crystal ball, I mean, it was it was amazing, man. Mankata hit this beautiful bomb. And, you know, for t- you know, just us always messing with each other and having a good time with, you know, with watching the games, as soon as McCann smacked his home run, Donnie, you knew I was texting Tony immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he just put a little uh, gif on there. It's like a little shoe away, like get away from me thing. And yeah. I was I was dying laughing because as soon as McCann hit that home run in the fourth, I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, this, has, this guy's the real deal. Holy field, man. I'm like, come on. He's still <laughs> batting 350. He's batting 351, Donnie. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's hot as all hell right now. And, I, you know, I love to see it because I did not expect this from him. Um, I, I thought he would be, you know, somewhat like solid, uh, you know, and I thought it would be more of a platoon, a split with him and Castillo. But now it's like hard to get Castillo, uh, you know, innings in there because you want McCann's bat. Um, yeah. that's, I mean, it's a, it's a very welcome surprise. Uh, if we're, if we're going to run up and down this thing, I mean, my guy Lurie at the top three hits, he went three for five, uh, scored a run, 
Um, Yoan, like you had mentioned, two for four with that mammoth home run. He also had a uh, sack fly, so that added to his, because he had an RBI double, he had yep. a two-run home run, and he had a sack fly, too. So uh, that that was a four-RBI game for Yoan Moncada. Of course, my pick to click after uh, Cody <laughs> goes all Nostradamus. My pick to click, Jose, goes 0 for 5. But you know what? That was okay because everyone else picked him up. Everyone else below uh, Jose Abreu in the order there got a hit tonight. At least yeah. one. And Timmy had two of them. Uh, Charlie Tilson had two of them. Um, so, I mean, that's his uh, first game up. He was just called up today. Uh, I think we had a Tony had a blog about it on, on tapsportsnet.com. Uh, one thing that I, you know, is kind of eerily similar um, to me is it was Ryan Cordell's first appearance when we were at Cleveland this last time. And he came in with that pinch hit home run. Everyone's like, oh, my God, is Ryan Cordell like that back and all this? And, you know, he's like tapered off since then. Um, and Tilson comes in and he lights it up in two hits, you know, two for four today. He had a nice double that all, almost could have been a home run. Yeah, it just yeah, it was almost gone. He pulls it a little bit or, you know, that that's gone. So um, I, I don't want to completely go over the moon for Charlie Tilson, but it is encouraging to see someone come in and uh, get a couple hits and get that confidence up. I'm not going to lie, man. I was over the moon for Charlie Tilson. I was like, yes, you know, (laughs) happy for him. But my expectations, I'm going to keep them just tempered with me right now. Right. Right I I totally understand. (laughs) I totally get it. So another uh, fun, like just to go back to him real quick. Another fun thing about McCann today was uh, this was the first time that he caught Nova. And I felt that really went well. I don't know if it was just Nova was on his stuff today or maybe McCann, helped out along the way, but it was something I wanted to point out was, you know, Ivan Nova had arguably probably his best outing of the season or maybe, you know, second best outing of the season here tonight with James McCann catching. I think McCann, I'm surprised. I thought McCann was going to come in, like you said, split at bats with, uh, you know, Wellington Castillo split, you know, split days with him or whatever, but come in at like a 250 hitter, you know, I didn't see anything. Which has like, been his career. Yeah. Right. I, I, this, and he's been doing it like all year is just amazing to me. Um, so, I mean, just kudos to James McCann. I mean, I, that, that dude, no one's picked him, I don't think, from on tap sports in the White Sox section to be a pick-to-click, Johnny. I am picking uh, him for my pick-to-click tomorrow. Th- there you go. Inaugural James McCann pick-to-click here on Sox on Tap. I like it, Buzz. Um, you know what also gets overlooked? We like to talk about the offense, and obviously, rightfully, we should. If he's you know hitting that well at 351 right now, um, you know, another hit tonight. He's had a couple multiple hit games over this past week here. Um, another thing that just gets overlooked, um, and maybe not during the game, but after when you're like looking back on it, what were the big moments? You forget how well he blocks balls. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He he gets down. And he is always giving himself the best chance possible to keep it in front of him to limit runners from advancing or, um, you know, just help his pitcher out from a confidence standpoint. You know, you don't want to see your uh, pitches go into the backstop. And sometimes Castillo, I feel like, does the side dig where he just goes with the glove and it'll skip past and then it's away. You know, that that's kind of how I feel like he does. But, you know, McCann's a, a true, uh, um, uh, what's the word, I'm looking for? fundamentals catcher when it comes to the defensive game. So uh, I do think that may have an effect there. Um, and then, you know, he's been calling games for a while now. Uh, it was a starter in Detroit for a number of years, I think almost six years there. So, um, yeah, I, I that is interesting, though, to note that this was his first time catching Nova. So, yeah, I thought that was a fun little stat. You know, he was first time catching Nova. Nova comes out and he 
performs when we needed him to. Um, you know, especially after having a rough few starts. So I thought that was great. And then uh, another thing I wanted to bring up to you was Tim Anderson. Um, Johnny, he's been in a slump lately. He's still batting 339. Comes out, has two hits today, two ribbies, um, which I believe has two ribbies came on that single, correct? That was when that happened in the uh, – Yep. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what inning it was, but I know he got a single and it drove in two. Um, And he is now 12 for 12, right? Stolen bases. That is, yeah, that is correct. Um, a ball did get by there, but hey, that still counts. That's still a stolen base. Um, yep. And, you know, that's that's forcing the catcher to make a play, um, forcing that second baseman or shortstop, whoever's covering, to make a play. You put pressure on them. Um, that's just another way to help manufacture runs, help add to your base total. Um, that uh, That's huge. Timmy's speed is lethal. You know, Buzz, I love his quote from earlier in the season yeah, I think it might have been one of the first two games of the year when they were at Kansas City opening up, and they did a bunch of player interviews just in the dugout, like real quick things. Um, and I think it was Benetti asking him about um, his speed and how he's going to yield his. They said, "Tim, you didn't, you know, take off a whole lot during spring training. Um, I assume we're going to see more of that during the season." And he said, "Oh yeah, he's like, he's like made some like you know kind of funny comment about. It. He's like, yeah, I'm just saving the legs, you know. He's like, but this year I'm gonna be a thief. I'm gonna steal everything. And I was like, I like that mentality. That is, you know, encouraging to see. I, I tell you something right now. I mean, I know we we've, we've uh, give given nothing but love um, to Tim. You know, I mean, just all you know, all year over what he's done." And, I mean, this guy is a legit – I mean, he's going 2020 again. I mean, that's happening. He's going 2020. He's going to have 20 home runs and 20 stolen bases, no doubt about it. I mean, Johnny, do you think there's still a chance he can go 30-30? Do you think there's a chance? Oh, you know, I, I for me personally, I think – stolen bases, no question, 30. I think the home run total will probably sit – around the upper 20s, though. My only thing with Anderson is I, I love him, and you know, but you saw he had that extremely hot start, and that you know lasted pretty much all March, April. And then you know he comes back and over this last homestand, cooled off a little bit, and I just feel like Timmy is still a little bit up and down. Um, I think yeah. the, the cold spells won't last as long this year, but I think power and just over games during those cold spells will leave him just shy of 30. That is my prediction. Yeah, see, I, I man, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sit and I'm gonna stay confident with it. And I, we made this prediction um, on the Outcasts uh, last, you know, at the end of last season. I predicted Timmy was gonna go thirty thirty this year. Um, I'm gonna say, I, I'm still gonna stick with it. I, I think he's just gonna keep getting, he's gonna catch these hot spells where he keeps smacking them and already having the twelve bases. I mean, I'm almost halfway to thirty. You know, he's, yeah. oh, you yeah. know what I mean. So he's he's not far off, but uh. Anything else from tonight's game that you'd like to talk about before we move into tomorrow? Uh, yeah, so the Sox were five for eleven with runners in scoring position. So you know that 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 is that's okay. But I like that they only left, they only left four on base uh, compared yeah. to Cleveland went one for thirteen with runners in scoring position and left eleven on base. So um, you know you win that battle. That is always an encouraging sign. Um, but, you know, five hits for runners in scoring position. I will take that uh, compared to the games where we either go 0 for or 1 for 13 or, you know, there, there always seems to be some ridiculous stat like that. And sometimes even in a win, it'll only be like two for, you know, you know, 14 or something like that. So um, 
where, where those runs are just like coming on solo shots or whatever it may be. So right. I like that. And then I also like, you know, we had, we, we had already talked about Nova earlier, but I'm going to go back to how big it was for him to throw seven. Um, the bullpen's taxed. Kelvin Herrera has some lower back stiffness going on. He is day-to-day, so he is not officially on the injured list. Ryan Burr returned from the injured list today. I think it was good for him to come in and work in a situation where there's an eight-run lead. He doesn't have to worry about, you yeah, know. he doesn't have the like, pressure on his shoulders. Yeah, he doesn't have to be so hard on himself. And, you know, he uh, gave up one hit, walked one, um, but he got out of that inning clean, no runs given up. And then Juan Manaya coming in after giving up that home run uh, yesterday in his first game back up, you know, hi, how are you? Welcome back. Uh, oh, Joe. He, he, he gave up uh, what, one hit walked one, struck out one, and uh, ended up closing out that game. Obviously, no save opportunity with that run disparity there. So, uh, And then it was also good to chase Bauer. That's another thing. Chased him. Uh, he only went five, was in for that fifth, and uh, you know, got he he uh, didn't last much longer than that. And the Indians and had Bauer to their, got rocked in the beginning. To their he just never recovered. Yeah, and, it, and that bullpen, if we can get into that, it was good to get into that earlier, especially as one of their better starters on the mound um, because that helps you in a, you know, this is a four game series, four straight. um, And I think that that just only helps you further down the road. Steve, Steve and uh, Jason had mentioned on the broadcast that when the Sox had, uh, you know, pretty much given that inning away, I think it was in the top of the fifth. That was, um, you know, with the Moncada running after that and uh, Capra sending Larry Garcia around third, unwarranted um you know the jason and steve said you know this is oh the baseball gods will come and get you when you, you uh, get yourself out so you know you kind of thought that there that might be a turning point where the indians kind of turn the tide and make a rally there but luckily the white Sox were able to limit that um only one run given up all night so i was pleased with the effort minus those mental blunders from both coaching and pitching or uh, and uh white Sox players in that Fit, top of the fifth inning there but um other than that i mean that, that's a great bounce back game buzz that's big for uh i think just a locker room mentality we 100 percent needed that um you know we're only three games away from 500 and, and that's a good thing because after this weekend a lot of people were hitting the panic button which i'm not gonna lie to you i, I was right there i mean that it that was a hard weekend to get through you know and i know especially for you being there pretty much every day and uh <laughs> Madaya yesterday man that you brought that up oh Oh, my niece was over. We we're watching the game, and she goes, "Oh, it's a good new words." Yeah, I, I, I was told swear jar, so I had a, I had to keep my cool. I, I had to keep my cool. My daughter doesn't really talk yet, so you know, just she just mumbles or whatever. But my niece, she, she talks, and uh, I, I'll tell you something right now. When he, she goes, she goes, Uncle, Uncle Brad, how come? How come he has all the met, uh, or, uh, guys on base? And I was like, well, he's going to get out of this situation. This is what we're trying to trying to explain the game. And then, bam, he hits the grand slam. He lets up a grand slam. And she looks at me. She goes, that's good, right? I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's good. That That's great. <laughs> <laughs> and you, just, you watch me disappear to the basement not to be seen for about another hour. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, yeah, good on you for um, keeping it together in front of the young ones. We do not uh, need to be pushing uh, with our. Uh... I sat down here in the dark. I was so mad. Yeah. I was so mad. Yeah. That, that, but thank that was God he came in today and did all right. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's a confidence building thing. I have a. Um, pretty much, I, I'll come out and say, it. I just 
flat out don't like him for whatever reason. He had no point nine war last year. But whenever I was at the game, it always just seemed the walks came at the absolute worst times. He'd come in with already guys on second and third, walk the first guy on like five, you know, throw, uh, throw three balls, throw the third strike right down or the, throw the first strike right down the middle and then just walk, you know, completely outside for the fourth one. It it's always just seemed like just that. Yeah. That, that's the best word to describe him, but um, that's what we're going to roll with now because, you know, Fulmer wasn't getting it done. Uh, Jose Ruiz wasn't getting it done, so they're going to give him an opportunity. So we shall see going forward. Uh, speaking of going forward, you want to look at tomorrow's game? I would love to. So it's going to be Lucas Giolito in his second start coming back since injury, correct? Um, against Jeffrey Rodriguez. Uh, Rodriguez is 0-1 with a 2.13 ERA. He's uh, pitched 12.2 innings this year with let up eight hits. He has struck out six, walked two, and let up only one home run. That is our opponent, uh, opposing pitcher. Um, game is at 5, 10 p.m. Nice early one, just like tonight, Johnny. I love to see that. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that Lucas can come out here, you know, and he can do the kind of the same thing Nova did, you know, uh, tonight. I hope he can come out tomorrow and, and give us, you know, a good seven innings. Don't tax the bullpen. we got to get that bullpen rest. That is a big priority yeah absolutely you know especially with these road games coming up no break in between they go straight through uh today's monday they go straight through the series ends thursday on a day game then they're right off to toronto so for a three-game weekend series so i agree with you that resting bullpen will be huge if possible um i would love to see a very similar start uh if we get that from lucas gilo tomorrow i will be happy that's giving us a big chance to win so I like that. Um, you know, Giolito, I I think that he, he still looked okay. It, it wasn't terrible. When he was on when he came back on Thursday um from that hamstring strain, uh he allowed three runs and five innings against the Red Sox, struck out seven. So that was uh that was encouraging. The White Sox, obviously, there's no decision that one. The White Sox ended up winning on the walk off. It was a crazy game, ridiculous. But um, you know, I think that Lucas Giolito has the stuff, and it's a matter of if it's on on a certain day and if he's locating. That um, th- That's going to be huge, and you don't want to miss to guys like Lindor because he can hit the ball 110 miles an hour off the bat on pretty much any pitch. Um, and, you know, Jose Ramirez has been in a little bit of a struggle lately, but he you can't you can't discredit him. Uh, he, he is still a very, very good baseball player, all-star caliber bat. Um, and glove in the field. But, you know, if you're talking about Lucas Giulio going up against someone there at the plate. So uh, just don't, don't underestimate him, even though if the Indians are not where they thought they'd be, um, they're sitting second in the division, you know, where it's twins. I guess everyone kind of thought this was Cleveland's division again. Um, so don't underestimate him. And hopefully Lucas can give us a solid six to seven. I, I would love to see that. And then Calumet will be fresh for tomorrow. So I'm looking yes. forward to that. Yeah, me too. Me too as well. Uh, a fun fact too: if we do pick up the win tomorrow, uh, Johnny, we move to eight and eight on the uh, away from the rate this year. So that, that's nice. We'll be five hundred on the road. So hopefully, mm-hmm. we pick up that win tomorrow. You know, get to two games under five hundred, then have a five hundred away record. Um, so that's what I'm kind of looking forward to as well. You know, trying to get these, trying to get back to five hundred, and I'm just I'm grasping at straws, just taking a little, you know, a little cool Nuggets. tidbit along the way yeah. here. You know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pick the click tomorrow, man. James McCann. There you go. Yeah. You had mentioned that earlier. So one interesting also thing, uh, no white Sox uh, hitter currently on the, uh, roster has had an at bat against Jeffrey Rodriguez. So we have oh, nothing oh, oh. to go off of. Um, 
no prior history. So I am just going to go with, um, let's see, I am going to take uh, Yonder Alonso tomorrow. That may be a little bit of a stretch, <laughs> but let's go with the uh, um, the socks on tap bump to get him back going. Uh, hopefully a two hit night kind of deal. Um, I'll go with that. Playing against the former team, let's, uh, you know, and the ball is uh, traveling pretty well. So if Yonder gets a hold of one, I mean, he's a big dude. He's got some strength. Oh, oh yeah. Just get, get barrel one up, and that, that's what I'm hoping for for Yonder tomorrow. So, so I, haven't got, him yet. I haven't picked him yet, so I'm going to have to go with him tonight. Yeah, I would have called you a liar if you would have told me probably like even three days ago that we would have picked Yonder Alonzo and James McCann to be picks to click. No, that's, you know, that, that's the thing. <laughs> if they do well, then we take all the credit. But if they do bad, then, you know, we just... Well, if they, if they do bad with me and you'll be back tomorrow night being like so this did not work out the way we wanted it to but hey we're back yeah 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 you win some you lose some and tony definitely won one uh with his pick yesterday so hopefully we have that same luck buzz um that's all i've got how about you uh, that's all i got too uh yeah man it was great recording with you um this is the first time we've done you know me and you have done socks on tap together and i had a great time doing it uh you know hopefully we be, uh come back tomorrow same Absolutely. crew we'll do it you know we'll do it again tomorrow night but other than that go socks and i will uh i'll talk to you later my friend yep many more to come go white socks